Trigger fingers on a llama. Revenge in the eyes. Lovely young lady joining us on the phone right now. I first became acquainted with her as most of you did as the uh, Bolts made their playoff run from two seasons ago. She became somewhat of an unofficial good luck charm. She would sing the national anthem to games and we would win. That's how good luck charms work. She had an amazing career in the United States military. I believe she went from, and this is some jump, South Korea to MacDill Air Force Base. Like, that is uh, a culture shock. That has got to be a culture shock. She's a former high school hurdler and cheerleader. She's a mother of three, Air Force maintenance manager, and a fiance. Diagnosed with multiple sclerosis recently, with the help of her amazing doctors, a strong dose of medicines, and the support of her family, she's adjusting perfectly well and is excited about her foundation, Voices of hope. I believe we have given her a long enough introduction. Ladies and gentlemen, let us welcome to the show Sonia Brinson. How are you, young lady? Um, I'm fine. Well, it's great to have you. It's Bryson, by the way, for those of you scoring at home. Bryson, B-R-Y-S-O-N. And you yes, can, sir. You can go to her website at voicesofhopefoundation.org. It is a mm -hmm. pleasure, pleasure to have you here. And what did it feel like to become the unofficial good luck charm for the Lightning's run to the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago? You know, I kind of shy away from that title. Um, I, I sing, and they play hockey, so whatever else everybody thinks, that's cool. But I don't I don't like to say that I'm the good luck charm at all. Uh, you're, you're being way too humble. Kucherov, uh, Stamkos, they have nothing at all to do with the team's performance. It's all about getting inspired by our national anthem <laughs> being sung by you. Don't, don't you dare understate your relevance to this community, young lady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, let's talk first about the culture shock going from South Korea to here in Tampa Bay. First of all, what what did you do when you were stationed in South Korea? Um, well, your job is the same no matter where you go. Um, so maintenance manager, basically it's called plans and scheduling. So you make sure all the, the maintenance gets done on the aircraft wherever you're stationed. So whatever aircraft are there. Um, in South Korea, there at Kumsan Air Base, there were um, F-16s. So we just made sure that all the, the aircraft were ready to go at a moment's notice. Um, and that's pretty much what my job is. And I was only there for a year. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. And, and, mm -hmm. well, I bet you were overjoyed when you got the news that, hey, guess what? We're going to take you from this godforsaken part of the world and pluck you and put you right here in beautiful Tampa Bay, Florida. Probably a little bit happy about that, right, Sonia? Oh, most likely. Um, I had actually, there was a mistake that was made um, prior to me getting my orders. Um, and they were going to send me out to New Mexico, and I got a couple of people that were higher ranking than me involved with it, and then finally I got my orders to McDill. So it was a blessing, believe me. <laughs> I bet it was. Sonia Bryson joins us on the phone. She would like to urge you to come on out to the Largo MS Walk. It's going to be this Saturday at Largo Central Park. You can register at 8 a.m. Starts at 9 a.m., and if you need more information, you can go to voicesofhopefoundation.org. I'm rather fascinated by what's going on with North and South Korea right now. I think we have a tendency to focus on Russia because it's so much in the news. Um, I have a tremendous fear that this is where World War III is going to stem from. What, what do we not know about that area that you might have, uh, you might have gleaned from, uh, from uh, being there for a brief period of time? Well, I do know that they really value their culture. Um, so, you know, going against culture, you know, and culture lines, you know, as has happened in the past, is um, a state of contention, you know, and people don't really like it when, you know, you go against their, their culture. So you have to kind of learn it really quick, especially for us military people. You have to learn it really quick. And then a lot of the times you get that um, uh, 
cooperation, you know, side-by-side cooperation where you teach them something and they teach you something, you know. So a lot of the times our taxi drivers were bouncing their English off of us in the taxi cab. So it was pretty fun. <laughs> I had a good time while I was there, and I ate a lot of great food, too. Nice. Sonia Bryson joins us on the phone right now. The first time that you sang the national anthem for the Tampa Bay Lightning was when? It was uh, December, the first week in December 2013. Did you have any idea when you did it that first time that it would lead to repeat gigs and eventually that you would be recognized throughout the Tampa Bay community as the national anthem singer? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think any of that would happen. Um, It was just basically um, I had sang for the Rays uh, for a military appreciation game, and one of the production crew there at the Amelie um, asked if I would come in and do an audition. Um, and we did that audition, and then he asked if I could sing that Saturday, and that was that Saturday, the first game. So, no, I had no idea that would happen. How many times would you estimate that you have now sung the national anthem? Um for the lightning, I can't tell you exactly. Um, and honestly, after my thousandth anthem, I stopped counting. <laughs> I don't. I have them um, listed in my. I have a little calendar book where I had all of my anthems listed from the first time that I did it all the way until that thousandth one. And after that, I was like, I'm done. <laughs> wow, over a thousand times. You ever come close to screwing it up? Um, yes, actually. Um, I had a, an incident where um, a microphone went out, and it wasn't for the Emily. It was um, at another event. The microphone went out, and when it came back in, instead of me singing until the microphone came back in, I stopped singing, so I didn't want to screw it up, so I just kind of like kept going in my head until the microphone came back up, so that, oh. that was one that I could have messed up really bad. Yeah, I can imagine your goal as an anthem singer is to not end up on YouTube or Sports Center as so many people do, like Carl Lewis, right? Oh my goodness, Carl Lewis, yes, no. I don't want to be like him at all. Hold up now, I'm going to make up for it right here. Sonia Bryson joins us right now. She has an event at MS Walk this Saturday, and we would be remiss if we did not talk about your own uh, struggles with MS. Talk to us about how you got diagnosed, how you knew there was something wrong, Sonia. Um, Well, I was having some crazy symptoms, some phantom fevers and some really bad fatigue that wasn't um, uh, answered for. So, you know, going back and forth to the doctor, my primary care doctor really couldn't figure it out. And then at some point she said, you know, let's let's go a little deeper. So she was asking me a a bunch of questions and it was yes to a lot of those questions as far as symptoms are concerned. And then she sent me to a neurologist where I got my final diagnosis. And for that, they have to do a spinal tap. So I was a little scared about that, you know, because I never had anything that that in depth um, done to me. So once that was established and they found out that I had it, then that was right before I retired from the military. So that was a little scary. Sure. And, and I always have so much respect and admiration for people who can use their own difficult situations to try to impact and influence other people's lives. You started this Voices of Hope Foundation so you can bring a little bit of awareness to MS. And what, what exactly do you try to do with Voices of Hope? Well, First, it's a helping um, organization, and what we like to say is for people that are going through the, the throngs of MS, the people that typically aren't controlled by medication, they have the issues with the fatigue and issues with other things, and those people that, say, for instance, don't have any family around and they need that help maybe mowing the lawn or moving a big piece of furniture in their house, they can call us up and we can send a volunteer to them to help out with that. And then aside from that, MS is like, the top two as far as the most expensive, one of the expensive um, diseases. And you spend anywhere between, I would say, $8,000 and $52,000. That was the average of national um, 
on medications and other things. So um, we want to do something to help with that as well. So like if a person needs money for a copay or they're struggling to pay a utility bill or something of that nature, we'd like to step in and help. Well, it's very nice of you to do that. And everybody can help out by going to the MS Walk this Saturday. It's going to be at Largo Central Park. Once again, 8 a.m. registration, 9 a.m. start. So did you guys have an MS Walk a week ago? We did. The Tampa Walk was Saturday past, and then we have the Largo Walk this Saturday. Oh, look at you walking all over the place. You're burning mad calories, right? Hey, trying to do what I can do. <laughs> do you have to do the national anthem before these walks? I did for Tampa, and I will for the Largo as well. Man, they're making you do double duty. <laughs> I'm so like, if so, if you're having a garage sale one weekend, maybe you can invite Sonya over to do the national anthem before that. <laughs> there will be no garage sale thing. <laughs> Wait, do you think you're past that point in your career right now, or something? <laughs> I just don't have the energy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. Uh, I'm sure a couple of the players have become familiar with your t- with you too. Have any of the guys gone out of their way to say something? Did they ever give you a little a little tip like, "Hey, nice job, a," or uh, or do they pretty much stick to their pregame routine, Sonia? Um, there's a few times where, um, look, I know at least one time where Ben Bishop, when he was with the team, and he came up and shook my hand. Um, but it was when I was still in uniform. Um, and then a couple of times where other teams captain came over and shook my hand to, I think it was a military appreciation game or something of that nature. Sure. But they all, you know, I know they're in my corner anyway, so it doesn't take, I don't need a, a handshake to know that. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's got to be pretty uh, cool being part of the Tampa Bay community where, uh, by large, this community so supports its military. That has to yes. feel a little bit special for you when you get to sing our uh, our national anthem in front of a crowd that really appreciates the men and women who serve this country. Most definitely. And you can tell that from the very mention of my name, you know, and a lot of people ask me, you know, how do you feel during the time that you hear that that roar um, after they announce your name? And it feels like love to me. I want to let everybody know that that's exactly what it feels like. And that helps to empower me to sing the best I possibly can. Oh, that is so awesome to hear. Uh, And now, finally, before we let you go, how much do I have to come out of pocket for you to give in a little LOD? It's like a little shout-out to our show. We say Legion of Drew, LOD. Right before the anthem at the next Lightning game that you do, maybe this week, right before you start singing, they go, and you go, LOD! Oh, sick. 50 bucks, 100 bucks? Are you for sale? Mm, uh, not at all. I don't I don't want um, Mr. Finnick in my bad corner. I'm sorry. Man, he's friendly to the show, and and Charlie Belcher told me that you did it for him for free. So, uh, no, I have not. <laughs> That's not true at all. Everybody watch Good Day Tampa Bay on 513. Oh, sick. Now, the song itself can be quite challenging. Not People who don't sing it on the regular basis, like you and I do, uh, they, they don't really realize realize the the range that it requires i mean sure at the beginning it's oh sick. that part with and the rockets red glare you got to get your voice up there right right that's a whole nother octave up so yes you definitely have to stretch out your vocal cords in order to get that as you as you can see some of the videos that you see on youtube some people just don't handle it well <laughs> they start too high exactly. and, uh, <laughs> you don't want that carl lewis uh-oh sneaking in there uh, exactly. Well, listen, thank you for what you've done uh, to serve our country and for Tampa Bay Lightning fans like us. We love the Bolts here. We're hoping beyond all hope that something miraculous can happen down the stretch. 
and we can make it into the playoffs again. It's been a certainly a turbulent season up and down. Not that we're blaming you for this, mind you, but not <laughs> not that we're not. Uh, so, you know, thank you for, for starting every Lightning game off uh, the right way with a beautiful rendition of the Stars and Stripes Forever, the national anthem. Uh, and I always love seeing it while I'm in the Chase Club gorging myself on the free food that they have up there. Because can't tell you the number of times I've got a turkey slider in one hand and I'm hitting the mac and cheese bar. I'm like, oh, there's Sonia. Pretty good job. Now, here's something I always wonder. Let, okay, someone's walking around the concourse while the national anthem is go is, is when you hear it. Do you like when someone hears it? Are they to stop immediately if they are within earshot of the national anthem? Um, you should. I mean, I don't. I don't put military rule on anyone. Um, if a person is in military uniform, they 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 do. They always do. But but for a civilian, you know, any person that hears it, I think they should. And in homage to your country, you should stop and you know render the proper salute and listen. That's it. I was impressed last lightning game I was at uh, in the Chase Club. Everyone stop. It like turned into a mannequin challenge. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's me. I'm going for my 15th piece of, piece of sushi, and I hear her start singing. I go, oh, I'm going to freeze right there. Uh, on Twitter, she is S-O-N-N-I-S-I-N-G-S. She is born South Carolina. She loves Tampa. Retired United States Air Force. Thank you so much for being a part of our show today, and thank you for all you've done for the Tampa Bay community. We hope that the uh, walk is well attended this Saturday at Largo Central Park. 8 a.m. registration, 9 a.m. start, and for all the information on her wonderful foundation, VoicesOfHopeFoundation.org. Pleasure spending time with you, Sonia, and continued success. Awesome. Thank you guys, too. Absolutely. Pleasure speaking with you, and have yourself a great day on purpose. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.